Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series. Continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the Ohio Bobcats, who last season went 10-4 and and 7-1 and in the MAC. A tremendous turnaround um, for Ohio as they had a seven-win improvement from uh, the 2021 season. Uh, started the year off 0-1 in conference and then won seven in a row uh, to win the MAC East uh, before losing to Toledo in the conference title game. They uh, turned around and won their bowl game in an exciting fashion, come from behind victory in overtime in the Arizona Bowl over Wyoming. And uh, they return the MAC Offensive Player of the Year and quarterback Curtis Rourke. And then they return the MAC Freshman of the Year and uh, running back Shai uh, Bungora. So, really, really good uh, pieces here on this team. An opportunity to to do something big. They haven't won the conference in uh, a very, very, very long time. Um, so an opportunity for them to, to do something special this year. And I, I really think that they have a real shot to do this. It's been since 1968. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, just a great, <clears throat> a great football team that they have returning here. <clears throat> something that I'm looking forward to. Uh, watching is how they progress uh, this season. Uh, diving into the breakdown now, the Bobcats play at uh, Peden Stadium, which seats uh, 24,000. Beautiful stadium, has a, has a very scenic view. Uh, I have not been there, but one I'm looking forward to getting to in the near future. Um, again, just a beautiful atmosphere there in uh, southeastern Ohio. Um, just again, they they have a big home field advantage because they they it, it's a bit of a hike for most of the teams in the conference when they go down there. Um, so, in their student body in Athens is very supportive. They love their team, and like I said, it's a really really good fun place to to see a game. Shifting now to a coach on the rise, uh, defensive tackles coach Tremaine Scott. Um, he's in his fourth season at Ohio as the defensive tackles coach. Um, as a former player, um, had an opportunity to uh, play uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, was in their rookie minicamp for a short time, and uh, had a, a 35 games as, on the defensive line for the Bobcats from 2009 to 2012, and uh, just had a good career there uh, with – with a, a good amount of success, he ret returned to the Ohio coaching staff after serving two years at Carthage College in Kenosha, Wisconsin, at the D3 level. I know Co Carthage well from my time as a D3 head coach, so uh, really excited to see what Coach Scott can do moving forward as a younger coach. Uh, you, you always love seeing the alma mater returning to their programs and coaching, especially players who had success like Coach Scott did. And I, I'm, I think it's going to be great moving forward to see what he can do. Uh, shifting now to the schedule for the Bobcats, they open up Week 0 at San Diego State, which could be the best game on the Week 0 slate. Two teams that have an opportunity to uh, 
do some good things in their conference. Ohio obviously has an opportunity to win the MAC, and San Diego State's always one of the better teams in the Mountain West. So a really, really good opening game for those two. I'm excited to see how uh, how that one goes. Uh, then they return. They play FCS foe LIU. They go to Florida Atlantic. So really interesting contrast there. They play at San Diego State week zero. Then week two they play in Boca Raton at Florida Atlantic. So completely opposite side of the, of the country. So a lot of traveling miles here for Ohio to start the season. And then uh, they return and they host Iowa State. Real great opportunity for them to play against of course, one of the best coach teams in college football in Iowa State, uh, but a great opportunity at home in Athens, Ohio, to play a Big 12 foe. Then they go to Bowling Green, host Kent State, go to NIU, host Western Michigan, host Miami, Ohio, and then their midweek match in slate. Tuesday, November 7th, they go to Buffalo. Wednesday, November 15th, they host Central Michigan, and then Black Friday, they go to Akron. So... <clears throat> things set up very well for uh, Ohio when it comes to their conference slate. They don't play Toledo or Eastern Michigan in the West. They have to go to Northern Illinois when it comes to uh, their Western crossovers. And then they get Western Michigan, Central Michigan at home. So, I, again, I think the schedule sets up tremendously for Ohio when it comes to the MAC schedule. They host Miami, Ohio. They have to go to Buffalo. But I think they have a real good opportunity here to do some great things uh, this season once again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Shifting to the position-by-position position breakdown now. Offensively, uh, the return of quarterback Curtis Rourke, the MAC Offensive Player of the Year, is huge. Uh, he suffered an ACL injury late last season, though. But he, he will be ready for fall camp, they're saying. So that's great to hear. Um, but again, quick turnaround for that injury. So... Um, it'll be interesting. That's something to monitor, of course, especially the fact they play week zero as well. Uh, he threw for 3,257 yards, 25 touchdowns, and only four interceptions last season in over 350 attempts. Uh, backup C.J. Harris shined in the three games he played in last season. He led uh, the come-from-behind OT Bowl victory over Wyoming and was named the MVP of the bowl game. So he, they have a very solid backup. If Rourke, for some reason, isn't ready, the quarterback position is in good hands. Uh, the running back room is absolutely loaded. Shai Benguro uh, burst onto the scene last season and was named Mac, Mac Freshman of the Year. He accounted for 1,304 yards of offense and 15 touchdowns. That's accounting for over 1,000 yards rushing and then uh, over 250 yards receiving. Really good threat out of the backfield, catching the ball too. Then O'Shane, uh, Allison, and Nolan uh, McCormick are more than capable as well. So a really solid group of running backs here. Uh, the receiving core returns wide receiver Sam Wiglis, who had 877 yards last season and was first-team All-Mac. Tyler Walton, Jacoby Jones, and Miles Cross return as well at the wide receiver position, along with tight ends Tyler Foster, Will Kazmark, and uh, Alec Burton. Uh, the addition of wide receiver Christian Hilton from the Citadel at the FCS level provides depth. So a good group of receivers there. The offensive line returns four starters, uh, led by center Parker Titsworth, left guard Kurt Doniker, right tackle Shedrick Rhodes, 
and left tackle Jay Amberger. Uh, they form a solid core. Uh, right guard Christoph Atkinson and then Colorado State transfer Ch- uh, Chess Jackson have experience too. Depth after those six guys is a bit of a concern though. So moving forward late into MAC play, when you get into Maction, midweek Maction there in November, it'll be interesting to see where the offensive line stands from a health perspective. Uh, shifting to the defense now, uh, the defensive line was a major strength last season, but they lost two starters and some depth. So again, in the trenches on both sides of the ball, there is a bit of a concern when, when it comes to depth. Uh, defensive end, Vonnie Watkins, he had nine and a half tackles for loss. He's a returning starter. And then defensive ends, Bradley Weaver and Dante Hunter have some experience. I know that the staff is excited about Bradley Weaver. Uh, defensive tackles, Rayon Buell, uh, Braylon Henderson, and Rodney Matthews. He's the other returning starter there, have experience. as uh, So there is some experience there, but again, two starters return and the depth is a little questionable. The linebacking core returns two of the best in the MAC and uh, Kaye Thompson who had 96 tackles was third team all MAC and then Bryce Houston had five and a half sacks last season. Expect Shea Taylor and Dylan Stevens to also make noise at this position. The linebacking core is pretty good as is the secondary. The secondary returns talented cornerbacks Justin Burchette and uh, Torrey Cox, two really talented players there. And then cornerback Romain Paradis also has seen plenty of action. The safety position is a bit less experienced, uh, where Austin Brawley, Adonis Williams, and Holy Cross transfer uh, Walter Reynolds will play big roles. Shifting to special teams, punter Jack Wilson returns, and he'll look to improve from last season. He was the uh, last in the conference in uh, average. Uh, the kicking job is wide open as their tra- as their uh, starting kicker transferred to Wisconsin. So uh, they could see a true freshman starter at kicker, but that battle will last well into camp. <clears throat> Final analysis now. This is my opinion on the Bobcats heading into the season. The Bobcats saw a seven-win turnaround last season, and with everything back, are a real threat to win the MAC. Uh, Looking at the offense, uh, could be a very, very productive season for them. This is an intelligent football team, and they play hard. This staff is doing a great job, and they know what they're doing. I, I think at face value, this is the best team in the MAC because they know they know their roles, they know what to do, and they do it. And they execute. They're extremely intelligent. They execute at a high level. Now, there's teams with more talent than them potentially but this is overall the best team because of what they do their scheme it fits perfectly with the guys that they have and the guys that they have run it to perfection and they know what they're doing they get the job done and I think at the end of the day I shouldn't say I think at the end of the day that's what matters just go execute and do your stuff the right way and nine times out of ten you're going to get the victory and Ohio reaped those rewards last season, and they could very well do it again this year. Again, there are some concerns uh, with depth on in the trenches, both offensively and defensively, but uh, there's plenty of talent. Uh, the linebackers are talented. The secondary should be good, and then offensively, they're loaded. At, 
two talented quarterbacks. You return the Mac Offensive Player of the Year, Mac Freshman of the Year, running back. You turn a first-team All-Conference wide receiver. Uh, this is a really good group, and like I said, that Mac schedule sets up very, very nicely for them uh, moving forward. So I- I'm excited to see what the Ohio Bobcats can do this year, and maybe this is the year they break the streak and win the Mac Conference. So. Hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Please like, subscribe, if you ever listen to the podcast, and uh, give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.